Your show host, Dr. Alan Chong, a.k.a. The Spine Doctor himself, is a practicing chiropractor for over 33 years, business practice coach and owner of three clinics in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. His weekly guest experts will share with you the very best secrets to their own success. Their inspiring stories will be sure to show and teach you to see and achieve more in your own personal life and professional practice. Dr. Chong's dynamic and entertaining interview style allows you to just sit back and enjoy every moment as you discover the gems found in each and every podcast. We realize that you're on a journey to your own success and mastery. This podcast will allow you to learn from some of the masters in chiropractic practice, marketing, and business. Allow easy inspirations and new ideas to nudge you on a path to your future practice success and practice mastery. Stay tuned now for another exciting episode of Practice Mastery, your call to greatness. Now here's your host, Dr. Alan Chong. Welcome to the premier season of Practice Mastery Podcast. I'm your host and creator, Dr. Alan Chong, practicing chiropractor. If you're in practice as a chiropractor or healthcare practitioner or clinic owner, this podcast is definitely for you. This is your reliable source for weekly practice inspiration, real stories, education, and professional development. Do you know when you're on to a good thing? Well, Practice Mastery Podcast can be your source for great stories, supportive words, and educational interviews, all to help you become a better practitioner. Think about this. Where are you getting your regular coaching and mentoring and support? How about really smart practice tips and great practice management advice? Get it all here on Practice Mastery Podcast. And be sure to subscribe. You won't want to miss a single gem or piece of sage and professional advice from any of the episodes. Here's a quick preview of our upcoming Practice Mastery podcast with special guests and their featured topics. In the premier season lineup of guest experts include Dr. Phil McMaster. He's the current president and founding member of New Zealand College of Chiropractic. Prior to that, he was a highly successful private practitioner, chiropractor, for over 28 years. And he has a wealth of knowledge about practice. And when we talk about the different tips and, and things they, they, he's done, um, he's just a fun guy to listen to. And, uh, of course, you're going to get the Kiwi accent. And uh, he's also going to give some insights into the um, past of chiropractic and then the future for chiropractic. Uh, Dr. Tom Preston coming up, full circle coaching and consulting. He's been a practicing chiropractor for many years, over 30, 35 years, and practice and business success coach. He offers some great insights from from a professional practice coach as well as a practicing chiropractor, high volume practice, um, and he specializes in coaching various businesses as well as chiropractic practices. Now Madeline Wick Silva is uh, the healthcare profit strategist. She's taught 
coached and mentored thousands of doctors and clients over uh, 33 years as a practice consultant. She has a wealth of knowledge and she offers tips and tools to help you evaluate your own practice and where you're at. And only then, she says, can you move forward and uh, capture uh, profit losses, uh, areas of, of profit leaks, she calls them, and find out from listening to this episode. Now, we also have a special COVID-19 practice recovery episode uh, delivered by Madeline. Uh, she really encourages and t- uh, shows a way um, to encourage you to more than just survive, but to go out and thrive. So that's a, a, an episode you won't want to miss, the COVID-19 practice recovery episode. Dr. Don McDonald is a uh, in private practice he was in group practice before but he was forced to rebuild his practice from scratch from nada from nothing and uh, you've got to listen to his inspiring story uh, very real and very uh, dynamic his he's got a great story he's also an author um, and he's and his wife brandy mcdonald uh Brandy McDonald is just a firecracker of an office manager and CA. Uh, they run their consulting group called The Vitality Shift. So you've got to listen to Don and his insights. Dr. Pat Ballone is coming up, uh, certified in functional medicine and acupuncture. She's a health coach, um, a chiropractor as well, speaker and author of a best-selling book. So these and many more practitioner interviews and guest experts in their fields of marketing, branding, practice management, and more. I'll be doing special solo episodes too on selected hot topics such as hiring and staffing, lessons in firing, and what to do when practice gets really, really hard. So stay tuned, listen, and subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. But as always, inspiring you to be one step closer to practice mastery. Now for today's show. Hello, this is Dr. Alan Chong here. Today's topic is more geared for a deep dive. Last week, I talked about uh, how important practice mastery is to uh, for chiropractors and uh, various healthcare practitioners, especially uh, natural health care practitioners, how important it is to be uh, not only focused, but also have your brand focused and also consistent with what you're doing in your clinic and uh, in your practice. So important to be uh, really understanding the concepts behind that. So today's topic is the number one most common mistake chiropractors and healthcare practitioners make that basically sabotage your practice success. I mean, who wouldn't want better practice success, right? Absolutely. So, uh, you know, when you're talking about practice success, it means a whole bunch of things. So in today's show, I'm going to share some uh a super success secret strategies that will help you find out if you're accidentally 
uh, or per, per, maybe subconsciously sabotaging your practice success. Uh, in the edited words of Sammy Bundell, learn it, model it, and get it done. Let's go. So today we're going to cover three important topics, three main main uh, subject matters really uh, that value value of a strong brand for chiropractors and uh, healthcare practitioners. So branding is super important. What are you putting out there is a big, a big part of that, number two. And number three is what is your brand? Is your practice really you? Does it reflect you if you're the owner? Uh, even if you're not the owner, if you're working within the practice, it's a matter of how in tune are you uh, with with what's, um, what's going on. So um, the lesson is that you've got to have certainty. So let's talk a bit about certainty. So certainty is a, is, a, is a word in practice that I learned a long time ago from chiropractic uh, teachers, coaches, and mentors that talked about uh, how it's, it's not, it's certainty is more than um, just confidence, but it has to do with confidence in your message and in what you're doing and in basically in your practice. So to develop a level of practice mastery, you know, you've got to have a, a level of certainty in what you're doing. So um, the three parts of certainty that, that I want to point out are that you've got to have certainty in your external message. In other words, what are you putting out there to all kinds of people, social media um, and, and such out there, outside of your uh, clinic or practice um a scenario, uh, your clinic, for example, let's just call that outside of your clinic. So it's any uh, print media, it's even your signage on the outside of your door. What does your storefront look like? Um, what what impression do people have just before they get into your door? Um, external messaging is certainly your website and all that stuff. Now, certainty, having certainty in your internal messaging is... Uh, has to do with more how you run your clinic, what you say to, to clients and patients, uh, uh, your literature, your entrance form, your exit forms, if you have any, any questionnaires that you might have, anything to do with how you run your internal practice, including what your staff or your advocates, hopefully they're your advocates, say uh, uh, not only about you, do they advocate you, do they brag about you, do they say how great you are, or they just kind of, meh, not too uh, excited about uh, getting them booked with you or even your appointments. So that's an example of, of internal messaging. And uh, in that, you've got to really look at what are you saying to, to your people, right? What are you saying? So those uh, certainty in your uh, beliefs uh, your languaging and your practices. For example, uh, when you do a, an initial assessment, what are you saying to your, your patient? They already have a, an, a, a really solid impression or not solid. Maybe they're wavering. Maybe they're thinking, does this person know what they're doing? Does this professional, am I in the right place? So part of certainty is giving that your client, your patient, the uh, the 
confidence in you by instilling confidence. And again, certainty is deeper than confidence, like some of those other topics that I talked about. So let's let's dive into the three most common mistakes healthcare practitioners make. So when I say three, I'm going to take one of those um, uh, and deep dive into that today. But what are three most common mistakes healthcare makes? The top three, I say, and I cover this in my uh, Practice Mastery podcast, episode number three, when I talk about in detail defining your practice. And so today we're going to touch on that So the number three um, most common mistake chiropractors and healthcare practitioners make that sabotage your practice. So what are are the top three things that I uh, um, determined that from past experience and observing a lot of practitioners, talking to a lot of practitioners, and me myself having done a lot of sabotage and learning, of course, the number uh, three... um, uh, practice success sabotage, what holds you back might be, consider this, number three is trying to be all things to all people. Trying to be all things to all people. Does that sound a little bit familiar? So uh, let me talk about a little bit about that, but is simply um, uh, having to try to please a lot of people in thinking that and having no niche in a sense, no niche market, no target, uh, specific audience, specific ideal client, ideal patient, and just putting out there, I'll see anybody, I'll see anybody and everybody just get in the door because I'm not very busy. Maybe that's the self-talk. Um, and, you know, that that tends to dilute your, your message in a big, huge way. So people don't really know. Maybe you're, you yourself don't know who you really want to be helping and who you help the best. Now, number two, sabotaging um, a mistake for success or lack of success, maybe you're stuck, is inconsistent and often confusing messaging. Does that sound a little bit familiar? Maybe you're not aware of it. Maybe you should record yourself, give a report of findings, and uh, see how on message uh, you you might be or may not be. Um, And that's why I recommend in coaching, uh, coaching teams and such, that uh, doing role play is super important for for helping you um, establish more of a consistent message and it's super important for the client if you're trying to uh, build a brand is to have a consistent message. Right, Sammy? Um, so the number one, which I'm going to deep dive into today, uh, common mistake that chiropractors and healthcare practitioners make, and believe me, I've made this a lot, that sabotaged my practice success, held me back, um, and can hold you back in a big way, is an ill-defined brand and marketing message. For example, uh, so we're going to dive into the internal, the external, and uh, branding, for example, and and the aspects of that. So that's our deep dive today. Uh, Again, expanding on uh, my Practice Mastery podcast episode number three, which you can, by the way, go uh, pick it up at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. There will be a link, I think, describing that. Um, perhaps in the show notes for sure, 
and um, um, wherever you get your podcasts. Are you a chiropractor needing some practice success, support, or coaching? Sign up for a free no-obligation consultation at highprofitspractice.com. So, you ready to go? So today's show is Deep Dive. What is your most common mistake? What is the most common mistake out there that chiropractors and healthcare practitioners are making probably every day that are sabotaging your practice success and not moving you forward? So, uh, number one in that, this big mistake is an ill-defined brand and marketing message. Now, I talked about certainty. I talked about... Um, internal and external marketing, it all relates, right? Obviously. So what do you think when you are uh, talking about your practice? What do you say about your practice? Say you're at an event and people ask, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm Dr. blank, 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 and this is what I do. Well, is that message consistent? Is it is it catchy? Is it your, your quick elevator um, what's your brand message? I mean, Sammy teaches this stuff all the time. And so uh, really, what do you say to people when when you're talking about, uh, you know, what are you going to put out there? And what are you actually, what's your actual brand message, if you will? I'm just going to catch this. So are you consistent? What do you say and what do you do? What kind of healthcare message are you painting? For example, you might be saying, well, you're, you're a wellness expert and, you know, your thing is super health or you're a fitness or you're yoga. And then you go for lunch with your crowd, say you're at an event and you're eating the worst food and people are watching you. That's part of your brand message. That's what do you think and what do you say? You don't even have to say it. Um, what are you putting out there? So that's going to definitely affect the, your, your, not only your brand, but, but your, um, what other people's impressions of you are. So, I mean, that's an obvious one, but another thing is, um, do you dress, do you uh, live a lifestyle that's consistent with what your your message is? One of the th- my favorite things to ask chiropractors, for example, is um, how often do you get adjusted? Uh, when I'm certainly interviewing associates or even, you know, on a very presumptive basis, talking to someone, maybe they might be uh, uh, associate chiropractor material is, uh, you know, how often do you get adjusted? And, I, and I'm shocked at, at what some people's answers are. Some people's answers are, oh, gee, let me think. The last time I was adjusted, in other words, the last time I looked after myself chiropractically was, hmm, you know, six weeks ago, or gee, I haven't really had the opportunity. Well, that, I mean, that's going to eat upon your own recommendation when you say, well, you know, maintenance is once every three to four weeks. And so you should come in. So, and you yourself haven't been adjusted for six or eight weeks or, or longer, or you're just getting adjusted only for pain relief. Oh, only when I hurt enough do I get adjusted. Well, what are you saying? You're, you're building a relief practice. Because if you're trying to build a wellness care practice, 
good luck because you yourself aren't even looking after yourself. I think you get the message. So um, do you, do I live what I preach? And uh, I mean, that's a classic message right there. So a, a bit of introspection that um, you, you, we, we all need to, to do on a regular basis. I mean, just today for uh, today is actually um, one of my staff have decided to retire from the industry. My front staff, after six years, she's worked hard and and you know not to get into details, but I was really sad when she she announced that, of course, because she's excellent and she's super hardworking. And uh, um, a shout out to Janica today on on that. It's her final day of work with us and in the chiropractic industry, and she's going to move on to some other things. But, you know, when we had our exit interview, I learned a ton from her. Our staff will tell us lots of things if we ask them and, and are open to actually listen to what they have to say. And what I learned from that is to be in more regular touch with my, with my staff and uh, have a candid conversation where it's a two-way conversation uh you know what do you observe what what's happening it's not just me reviewing their performance they're actually should be actually reviewing um my performance and in that exit interview uh, it was a really good chance to connect and it and you know i recommend that uh, you do that with your staff on a regular basis and i certainly am going to do that with my newer staff and my new hire um which i'm super excited about and uh, that's going to be another episode is is hiring and hiring the right people and how to look for those right people and how to how to how to get them and uh, I've had plenty of mishires out there, I call them mishires, where, uh, whoops, and sometimes they fire me because they quit, right? So um, the question to ask about treatments and how often and how regular is you're going to need to know, how do you know um, based on recommendations? It, I mean, certainly we have all in, in licensed uh, professionals, we have clinical practice guidelines. So, and those are just guidelines. But you really have to believe in your your recommendation. For example, um, if you don't, if you're wishy washy after even after a first visit, I mean, I know days where I've been off, and meaning that when I have do an initial visit, I just didn't nail it. I wasn't solid. I wasn't consistent. Maybe I was distracted. And don't you think your patient, your client, knows knows something's up? Knows there's just a lack of confidence. There isn't that rapport. There isn't that connection. Have you ever felt that? You you just don't have the connection with your client when you're doing the initial assessment. Well, hopefully you can. Re- <laughs> Hopefully you can um, restore that one and bring it back, and hopefully your your staff are more more on point, so that they can can uh, help that client um, be confident to come in for their second, third, fourth, fifth, tenth visit. So that's a big aspect of of not sabotaging your practice is to initially look after yourself, whether it be enough sleep. Um, you know, to be on point, 
nutrition, looking after yourself. I mean, I hear of a shockingly high number of practitioners, uh, especially dentists for some reason, not to just pick on them, but that don't take a lunch break. They, they take it whenever because they think, well, I'll just keep on working through and I'll see more people. Well, I'll tell you, I do not want to go to a dentist that has not eaten all day and I'm their last appointment. Believe me, or a surgeon or anybody or a chiropractor who's got, um, you know, my neck in their hands. So think about that from the other perspective. You've got to look after yourself. So one of the uh, so that's another uh, health uh, brand brand. You know, it do, it does your brand represent self care as well. And what do you do on a consistent basis um, to look after yourself, including eating, exercising, fitness, etc. So. Um, so I'm going to give you a task. So some of you have already are already taking notes. Uh, if you're in a podcast, please uh, listening to the podcast uh, or your mobile somewhere, please don't take notes while you're while you're driving or make sure you're in a safe place. So here's your task. Uh, if you, uh, I want you to write out your list of five to ten things and break them down even into uh, you know. Uh, things that you can do something about, like maybe uh, that they're personal, um, self-care, for example, or confidence, or the things that you can work on. So that's one list. And then a few other things, it might be even up to five to ten, um, things that you can tweak and change uh, in your clinic or practice situation. In other words, you have an influence on, but you're going to need to work on, whether it be staff, messaging, signage, cleanup, cleaning. That's a big thing. I We outright say uh, and have my staff say, one of the reasons to come and see us, we are a modern, clean, efficient, all those different words. What words describe your practice? Honestly, when you, when you take uh, an outside look and you're the secret shopper walking in now a great example of that is to uh, kind of do a reset and say walk in being very observant about you know is there trash is there garbage lying around you know what does the front desk look like behind the front desk you know uh, we have a rule no food up at the front because this is this is a healthcare setting, especially with COVID times. You you just can't have stuff all around. So I mean, these are exceptional times. Our our reception, uh, I think, uh, in the my biggest clinic only has three chairs because we have to spread it out so much. But it, you know, your clients and and potential uh, clients are looking at all that stuff some more than others but some people are very particular i i am a, a details uh, person so sometimes it drives my staff crazy i i see stuff that people don't don't most people don't see that makes me a great chiropractor a great doctor and uh but it it also drives uh, some staff crazy. So part of it is working with your staff so they understand your core values and what, what your brand, our brand, represents. And make sure 
to to uh, make that list and also summarize by answering the question of what do you want your brand to uh, really be? Who are you? And how do you want your practice to look? What is your ideal practice? That's, a, that's another big exercise there. But what does your ideal practice look like? And what do you need to do to, to shift to that? Don't miss another secret to your practice success. Subscribe to Practice Mastery today at highprofitspractice.com forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. So let's talk about your brand and marketing message. That's another aspect of whether you're sabotaging. Because if, you're, if your colors and your brand really don't look great from the storefront and your website, it's going to be a lot harder to convert people to come in to even contact you, call you. Because in, in these, these days, um, it's Dr. Google that, that sends me a lot of patients. And of course, if you're doing the right things, it's going to be your internal work, internal marketing, and your staff talk, including you, that generates internal referrals. Being uh, so, Google being external referrals and your marketing efforts and your social media. Uh, hopefully, Google is doing a great job for you, and that's a whole nother topic right there about SEO and and. Uh, but it does have to do a lot with your consistency of your brand, and of course, and then lots of other things that Sammy is the expert, and Sammy's team is are experts in that area. So what you can do about uh, internal uh, um, messaging is to um, rehearse and to train and also, uh, as I mentioned earlier, to role play. Super important. In fact, I need to do more role play. You almost can't do enough role play. Um, and part of it is going to be to ask, well, I mean, your your staff always want to always want to look good. So it's a matter of trying to determine um, topics that come up uh, that you know why uh, common scenarios where uh, patients don't book, for example, new patients don't book. Uh, you know that that's that stuff that needs to be nailed because you know that when they call you, I I teach my staff. Every single person that contacts us, whether it be by email or they're just asking, "What are your hours?" or "What what um, you know? What are your hours? What what do you charge for this or that?" They have needs. They wouldn't be calling you. Uh, they're calling for uh, themselves or someone else that they want to come and see you. So they're you're they're already part way in the door. Are you going to invite them into the door, or are you going to turn them away? And a lot of that is your staff. So if your staff don't like you or don't like what you're doing, don't really believe in you, then mm, those are serious conversations, uh, I believe, that can be are trainable in most people. In some cases, you know, this is the hard talk. You've got to concede that they are not great staff and you're going to have to probably let them go. I mean, I've that is one of the most common mistakes I've had. And again, we're going to have a another session on hiring um, and firing because, you know, I've held on to some staff at times where I really shouldn't have. And, uh, you know, 
certainly not beyond the 90 days and then there's performance issues hard hard stuff to deal with you know that's that's those are some of the hardest things to deal with in practice is is uh staffing but uh that's for another day so uh you know your talk your beliefs just to summarize um your lifestyle whether you smoke or not I mean, that, that's, I mean, and in Canada and other, other jurisdictions now, it's whether you have the smell of smoke or whether you use uh, cannabis, cannabis products or, or other things. I mean, you don't have to and probably shouldn't be talking about that with your patients, but these are all consistencies um, that, that are your message. What is your message? What do you believe in? Now, just going to touch a little bit upon policies and procedures. Those are um, an even more deep dive into what your brand represents because how you're, you run your clinic, basically, uh, do you have a written policies procedure manual and is it up to date? reasonably up to date so in other words does everybody know what to do about this scenario a or scenario b or c when it comes to fees for example just yesterday i had a request for a refund and i thought that was strange well uh, i made it known to my staff that that needs to be cleared at a higher level i mean the client was asking for 350 dollars back so that's not a small chunk of change so i i looked at the file and i said well you know what um and i had to say right in front right to the the patient's wife actually was in um requesting a refund and my staff were almost going to hand it out and i looked over the file and said well i'm sorry Mrs. Jones, that's not their real name, um, you actually are not eligible for a refund. Uh, and then, of course, she wasn't very happy because one of the previous staff, um, who knows, weeks ago said that, yes, oh, yeah, you have this and you're entitled to refund. Well, that that's, those are policies and procedures that really needed to be in place so that even wouldn't have gotten to the place where it was a potential refund. Um, other things I touched on earlier was patient education, what your signs, your posters, um, how, how they're stated. Are they really harsh and strict? Are they, are they way too vague and, and flaky so that the, the patient client doesn't even really know uh, whether you're adhering to rules or not? Now, uh, in COVID times, of course, uh, we take that very, very seriously, and we are very strict. We're, in fact, one of the examples is we are happy to um, and, and proud to say that we, we disinfect this, that, and our tables, floors, and uh, every day the floors, for example, uh, and the tables and surfaces, uh, every client, every patient is. Uh, and even to point out, for example, um, when a patient needs to sign something, we point out that please take one of those sanitized pens and sign your name here. That's, those are just subtle examples of how you can, um, your, it's your brand. It, it really is part of your branding. So, um, that's the quick summary. So, you know, internal, external, what's your messaging, um, your websites, your words, how to build a brand. Uh, of course, with Sammy Blendell, if you need help, 
contact her. What does your social media say? All those things are need to be consistent with your practice because if not, um, people that are confused are much less, li- less likely to even contact you. So there it is. Um, that is the number one most common mistake. Well, there's a whole bunch of issues in there, but it really comes down to, to brand and beliefs your own and your organization's, your whole organization's brand uh, and beliefs and uh, languaging is the, the number one mistake that sabotages most your, uh, of your practice success. And so it, it, please do that exercise. And if you, if you need um, help and coaching, I am a practice coach. I can be reached at highprofitspractice.com. Um, my podcast is highprofitspractice.com forward slash podcast. And, of course, you can find my podcast, of course, uh, Practice Mastery Podcast, uh, anywhere where you get your podcasts. So there's my little bits for my brand-new uh, podcast, which, of course, I'm super excited about here on Brand Builders Television, I'm happy uh, uh, that you joined us and I hope you learned something and I hope you're one step closer to practice mastery. So um, hope you got a lot out of that. I love and enjoy your comments and thank you, uh, Sammy Blindell, again for the invite and look forward to engaging and talking to you and helping you in the future. Bye for now. Enjoyed the podcast? Then why not join the conversation on Facebook at Practice Mastery, the official podcast. See you in the Practice Mastery Facebook group.